Hello, hello, and welcome to Temple of the False Bud, where decks are not optimized, but our plays sure as heck are fun. I'm Andy. I'm Bruce. And uh, as you saw last week, uh, it was a long one. Uh, maybe you didn't. <laughs> um, uh, that was our season finale, and we we talked about Lord of the Rings, and uh, so we're taking two weeks to kind of make little bitty vignettes, as Bruce likes to call them. Hey. Normally, we just like to use this time to kind of mellow out, talk about things that, topics or cards, things that we just have been, it's been on our mind for right. the magic thing. The thing just being in, the game. You know, the shorter chunk. Yeah. Mm. We'll just, just the talk like this the whole time. Um, we'll just talk like this the whole time and then I'm up. We talked so much last week that uh, we ran out of time and didn't get to talk about the Commander product. Uh, and I kind of, it led me into thinking, you know, I had this long list of cards that I wanted to talk about from the Commander product, but it kind of narrowed it down to, uh, I am really enjoying how Wizards is dealing with multiplayer mechanics um so like we've got you know the monarch we've got the initiative the initiative is a very interesting example considering uh the less people you had the more powerful it got um it it really disrupted uh not vintage the other one legacy legacy thank you um it really disrupted legacy uh, with things like White Plume Adventure. And, uh, but if you look at the Monarch specifically, it's the idea behind it, right, is you're going to get card advantage and you are focusing attacks on you. So you better have ways to block it. Right. Um, and the reason you'd want to give up the Monarchy is so that the attacks go elsewhere. Uh, and I feel like over the past few sets worth of commander products, we've been getting cards that do that type of thing, either with the monarchy or like it really just like hinges on the fact that you have more than just two players playing the game. Uh, right. And I, I love it. Um, we, we've seen this kind of thing. Uh, we've got Archivist of Gondor, for example, from the... Uh, the Lord of the Rings set. It's a blue and two for a two, three human advisor. Uh, when your commander deals combat damage to a player, if there's no monarch, you become the monarch. Um, I like that uh, because it's not, you know, your typical monarch text. It it, uh, it does the thing that, I mean, I know even like is a lot of house rules of like, oh, like first blood becomes monarch type of thing. Uh and then it says at the beginning of the Monarch's end step, that player draws a card. So it's not solely based on you being the Monarch, but it's also, like, I think the easy thing to do is, like, oh, like, I want to bounce this. I want to make sure it's not on the battlefield when, you know, somebody else becomes the Monarch. You're not worried, or you're, like, you want to make sure that nobody else is getting the benefit. But the way I see it is that if you're making other people the monarchy if other if, if somebody else takes the monarchy 
and they're drawing two cards a turn now in addition to their first card like it right. does become a huge target on them if they uh, more than if they were just the monarch uh granted you know that could be seen as like all right kill the archivist uh but i don't know um i like i like that it's it's you know just just a little bit different. Uh, the The dials are just changed a little bit. It's not more powerful. It's not less powerful. It's just different. Uh, right. Well, it it's nice to see a lot more cards looking at the monarch in different ways. I mean, uh, I think I think Queen Marchesa was probably the first one where we saw the monarch do something a little bit different, just because when it entered the battlefield. You become the monarch, but at the beginning of your upkeep, if an opponent is the monarch, put a 1-1 a one, one black assassin creature token with death, touch, and haste onto the battlefield. So it gives you some kind of a benefit, even if you're not yeah. the monarch. But it then created a situation where, you know, there are times when maybe it's okay if somebody else is the monarch. Because, you know, it would be nice. Yes, you're going to give up a card draw, but you get the 1-1 one, one counter with death, touch, and haste. Usually that's a pretty easy way to get it back if you really want it. Um, but there's all kinds of, you know, it, like I said, it just, it makes it more than just this person is the monarch. If I swing at them, I get the monarch. It makes yeah. it, it, it involves, it evolves the play style a little bit, a little bit more. And uh, I really like that. And I like a lot of the cards that they used in the, uh, in this Lord of the Rings set to sort of yeah. take that to the next level. And it, it seems fairly heavy in the 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 jeskai humans deck um red white blue i mean we also have fealty to the realm fealty to the realm which is four and a blue for an enchantment aura uh when it enters the battlefield you become the monarch cool the monarch controls enchanted creature and enchanted creature attacks each combat available and can't attack you so it's kind of like a like a a play on like a salt suit type of thing but it's also got the monarch uh and it it's nice because this especially over archivist of gondor is like it favors you like archivist of gondor is a card that is kind of ambivalent to who the monarch is uh but fealty to the realm is actually like more uh, balanced in your favor, uh, like while Archivist of Gondor, yeah, like I said, ambivalent. Do, like it, it, it doesn't matter who has Archivist. Uh, fealty to the realm is loyal to you still, like regardless of of who the the monarch is. Um, and I, I just like the idea that uh, it's it's still just like kind of going in on like uh the idea that if mm -hmm. you're playing this deck um you you don't care necessarily like of course you want the monarchy like you want to draw that card but the fact that the 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 creature can't attack you makes it a little easier like it makes it a little easier to breathe around <laughs> having stolen a creature right and what this one really does what this one does though is there's even more incentive to go after the person who's the monarch yeah because if if you can if you can get through and do damage to them then you become the monarch 
So not only are you the monarch, but you also take control of this creature. Now, you don't get control of the creature until after your combat. So you're getting a creature, in theory, that you can use to block. Because it can't attack, it doesn't have haste, and you've just taken it over, and so there's been a change of controller, so you can't use it on your attack step at all. You can't tap it to use any kind of tap ability. If it's, there's an enter the battlefield trigger, well, when it leaves, it's coming back under its owner's control, not under the monarch's control. It's all, you know, all of these different little tweaks. But do you really want the person who's the monarch to have control of that creature and be able to attack with it? So there's extra incentive to go after them. Um, but it's also a little bit harder to actually win it because you now have something defending, defending you. So I think that's... Yeah. I, I love the feel for this card. The, the fealty? Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting, too, because it's extremely slow. So, like... Yeah. Uh, say... And, four, and five mana. I mean, there's that, but also just, like... So, say you play it, you become the monarch, you grab somebody's creature, you pass the turn. Now, their options to become the monarch are play a card that says become the monarch, or deal you combat damage. Yeah. And... Even if you let it through, now it's their second main phase and they have this new creature. So if they don't have, say, if it doesn't have haste and they don't have extra, like, combat steps, then, like, it's not going to be doing much. Like, it is solely going to be sitting there until either somebody takes it away or uh, it gets all the way back around and they can attack. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's, it's interesting. You need a lot of uh, of people in on the monarch thing uh, for this card to like really shine, but I, I don't think it's 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 not necessarily too bad, especially with how long our games go. Yeah. Uh, uh, I have two other ones, I think. Uh, yeah, two other ones. I have Crown of Gondor, which is a three mana legendary artifact equipment. Equipped creature gets plus one plus one for each creature you control which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, when a legendary creature enters the battlefield under your control, if there is no monarch, you become the monarch. Very cool. It's just like a fun, like, it's a, a low-stakes version of, or it's a low-stakes, like, way to get the monarch. Um, it just, you put a legendary out, you know, your commander. Uh, <laughs> and then you become the monarch. Uh, equipped for four and this ability costs three less activate if you're the monarch which also just like it's it's fun flavorfully yeah but like mechanically um and i think that it it says a lot about uh just the way they're thinking of certain things like monarchy um i had another one where is it uh yomer king of rohan Three red white for a two two mm-hmm. legendary creature, human noble, double strike. When yep. he enters the battlefield with a or he enters the battlefield with a plus one plus one counter on it for each other human control. If you're playing a human's deck, it's gonna be at least, I don't know, a three, three or four four at least with double strike. Uh, when it when he enters the battlefield, target player becomes the monarch. Not necessarily you, but it could be you. And he deals damage equal to its power to any target. Uh, my thing here is that there's not really any reason to not make it you other than to like force people to look the other way. Uh, but you can also make it yourself. I mean, you can make it somebody else. 
for instance, for Fealty of the Realm to like get them to get the creature type of thing. Right. Um, and then it's got some some direct damage stapled onto it because why not? Uh, to to really do something with those plus one counters. And I just love that like these cards are just. I mean, for one, they're in the same deck. Um, but I just love that like they're really thinking about how to play this game with four people. Um, it's not necessarily like the the cutthroat, uh, you know, visions of like standard or you know, even to an extent. Uh, why do I keep forgetting this word? Not vintage. The other one, legacy. legacy. I did it. I did it. Um, but I mean, it is. Uh, it 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 goes beyond just like the monarchy. Um, there are next next uh, commander product. I'll I'll talk about it again uh, because just the way that they're looking at how to interact with more than one opponent is right. is just fantastic. Um we'll see. Um I I, I wish I could re- what was the last set before this? Lord of the Rings? Yeah, before Lord of the Rings. I guess it was March of the Machines. Yeah. They're always willing to bring parlay back, which is cool. The fact that they brought Plane chase back. I feel like this all just kind of like. It doesn't necessarily mean that they're focusing too much on commander, but I think that it just means that they are giving a considerable effort in thinking about how to make commander and two-player formats distinct. Um, and I think that right. that that means a lot, honestly. Yeah. Um, because I think that like while there can be overlap i think that it just makes the game a little bit more fun uh to to have the access to silly mechanics i mean uh for instance the last in the march and machine commander decks we had the uh the mechanic will of the planeswalkers uh which said uh, starting with you each player votes for Planeswalk or Chaos, if Planeswalk gets more votes, Planeswalk, if Chaos gets more votes, or the vote is tied, Chaos ensues. Which is just so, like, like you get to work together to figure out what is best for the table or what is best for you. And, uh, I mean, that that harkens back to, again, uh, the the Crown set, the first one, Conspiracy, um, with with just that whole... uh, council's dilemma type mm-hmm. thing and I, I the more you can include the table on any action it really does improve your game quite a bit because people aren't just sitting there waiting for the person to their right to go right. all right and now it's your turn uh because i feel like i've been through those games where it's just like i space out yeah and, uh, you want so, everybody in the game to engage yeah I want them to be engaged constantly rather than right. when they're being attacked or it's their turn. Right. Um, but yeah. Uh, so that's my my shindig uh, this week. Uh, Very nice. 
my my vignette. Um, hmm. And uh, next week it'll be July, and Bruce Oof. will be back with his cool card or topic, and uh, we will we'll be back with that. So I hope everyone's enjoying a breath of fresh air. We'll see you next week. Uh, we're Temple of False Pod. We're X and Unoptimized. We're a place sure as heck are fun. I'm Andy. I'm Bruce. And let's get out of here. <laughs> That's me running off screen, but I'm sitting in a chair. <laughs> Bye. Wait, wait. Before you go, I uh, just wanted to say thank you for listening. You can reach out to us via email at falsepodmtg at gmail.com or on Twitter at falsepodmtg. Bruce is at Manaburned, and I'm at Andy Weekend, though you'll definitely notice I use the podcast Twitter far more often. Now that we've got you here, make sure you subscribe, like, rate us on uh, whatever podcast platform you use. It helps us out. It gets us more reach. Subscribe to us on our YouTube channel. Uh, like a video there. Leave some comments for more casual enjoyment. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back with some more timeless discussions about all things casual. So come hang out, and may your fifth land be the temple. Bye-bye. Should I do my best, Bruce? Bye!